So I found this book. It's titled 1003 Great Things About Teachers. And this was in the school that I found this. I should point out, for those of you who are teachers, and, and we'll get this, this little reference here, there is a cumulative stain on it. Gross. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. But I wear gloves when I read it mostly, or I wash my hands thoroughly. While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. First one on here, for example, this is again, 1003 Great Things About Teachers. By the way, somebody uh, in my school apparently years ago assigned this as an assessment to third period. So good for them. Good on you. 1003 Great Things About Teachers. A teacher's jokes don't have to be funny. They're allowed to walk through the halls without a pass. A teacher is great at saying, I can wait in an ominous voice. I can wait. They're good at spotting troublemakers quickly. Finding out a teacher's real first name is like spotting a rare bird. Teachers are always ready to disarm a kindergartner wielding a knife at arm's notice. They can identify which student farted in their classroom moments after it took place, based off guilty looks alone. Sometimes the scent itself is a dead giveaway. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. I don't know why I got so grizzled right there when I started that one, but it is what it is. But if you are new to the podcast, Classroom Brew, welcome to it. If you um, have never listened in before, my name is Ryan. I'm a teacher, a coach, instructional coach. I run this podcast, and I try to maintain my sanity while doing it all. Um, that made me sound way more, I'm not doing it all. I'm, I'm just doing my thing and trying to maintain some sanity. Uh, hopefully that book there, uh, and I wonder what they did as the assignment, by the way, but uh, if you are new, uh, you can reach out at Classroom Brew on social media or email me, classroombrew at gmail.com if you want to be on the show or send some stuff, some stuff that's on your mind, even if you don't want to be on necessarily. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our Patreon members. These are people who listen in on the show, uh, I, I would assume regu- <laughs> regularly enough, uh, but they also support the show uh, financially by you know subscribing to those Patreon tiers. Uh, they get some access to bonus content and uh, podcast merch and all that good stuff. But anyway, this week, um, I, I want to start off Lish, who is one of our Patreon members. Um, she sent a message not too long ago because we, we did a thing about um, paid time off PTO, uh, mentioning that uh, the PTO at her district is really good. They get a, sp- or, sorry, PTO. What am I talking about? The teacher appreciation week stuff. Uh, they basically, so we got nothing at our school. And the one thing we did get a week later was from a, a teacher themselves. So if you want something done right, you got to have a, another teacher do it on behalf of teachers. Um, so Lish, apparently her, her school, they got a spa week, massages, manicures, snacks most of the days, lunches two days, and a sweet bag of prizes at the end of the week, which is awesome. Um, as opposed to in the previous years, a, a GIF in an email from a previous like director or whatever. 
So that's good. I'm glad that more people are getting uh, some good stuff, some things that actually show uh, appreciation for the stress that we, we are facing in this in this uh, position. Uh, and and again, it it really just depends on on where you're at. I don't want to dissuade anyone who from getting into this profession. That's not why we do it. But uh, anyway, um, so I want to point out. At the beginning of the year, we had a break-in at the school, and a lot of items were missing and vandalized, and it was a big deal, and we had to, like, inventory shit, right? That was at the beginning of the year. I'm going to take a drink for this one. By the way, cheers for those of you listening and able to drink along. I'm doing another uh, rum mojito from Cutwater. Um, It's very tasty. Um, At the end of the year, and I say this as we near the final days, we're in single digits now. But toward the end of the year, a couple weeks ago, there was another break-in. And they set fire to a couple of, I guess it was like flame-resistant couches in like a a conference room. Uh, but they somehow got access to every single room and just kind of moseyed around and shuffled through papers and, and annoying shit like that. But nothing, as far as I can tell, was stolen. Now, the reason that I that I bring it up in the first place is because when the first break-in happened, it's sad I have to say the first, it's like saying the first world war. When the first world war, when the first break-in happened, it was a big deal. Second one, not so much. So here are some things that happen after your school is broken into the first time. They ask you to take inventory. They ask you if anything is missing. They ask if you're okay. They even ask like, hey, you know, I know it's a little bit of a, a violation of privacy. Is there anything that you need to help restore that sense of this is your workspace? The second time your school is broken into, they don't do shit. They don't do anything at all. Um, they didn't even. They weren't even like. Maybe we should change the locks. Maybe we should change some uh, security codes. Maybe we should talk to the the company that watches the security monitors and calls the police. <laughs> Nothing like that. Um, I don't even know if they looked at the security footage to figure out who it was. I, I don't know if it was a student, former student, just some random kid. I don't know who it was. Uh, but I got to say, a little disconcerting that the first break-in, big deal, handled properly. Second break-in, they're like, ah, not again. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> and the answer is you should do something, not just a fucking nothing. Uh, maybe we should, there was, I had a student who uh, normally, a bit of an asshole, to be honest with you, um, normally a bit of an asshole, and he actually was you know, a bit of a hero because he had his, his, two, um, his two Rottweilers with him. And he was kind of jokingly scaring off some of the kids that are actually the worst. Like, this kid's annoying sometimes, but he's not actually the worst at all. But he was using his very friendly, very happy Rottweilers, who just wanted to say hi uh, at the end of the day, to kind of scare off some of the kids who were just, you know, smoking and fighting and all that shit. So I guess at the end of the day, we got to give it a round of applause for, for that student for using the fear of, of innocent dogs that are stigmatized for, for the common good. You know? So anyways, it's been that kind of a year where break-ins are happening and, you know, kids are running rampant, truly. Uh, and I want I to bring it back to the, the subreddit teachers. This is from Don Kiotel, not Kiyote, uh, Don underscore Kiotel, uh, who posted this, this is about a week ago or so. Taking finals is optional, apparently. And the actual post itself says, I'm amazed every year at how many kids think that they can just not come to school the final week when they have final exams. Can't I take it early? No, but I'm not coming the last days of school then it will be a zero. That's not fair, which is very fitting. 
our kids, for example, they don't they don't even say like, "Can I take it early?" They're just like, "I'm not going to be here, and I don't give a shit. You you do whatever you want." <laughs> like, uh, it, I I think some kids objectively, they they're so used to not having many expectations, at least in our building, where I think they they just think it's like a '70s song. Like, there's no like ending to the song, ending to the year, ending to the class. They just think it's going to keep going and kind of just as they fade away, like whoa. And it just keeps going on. Because all 70 songs never really ended. They just kind of kept going like, Whoa, whoa, listen to the music all the time. Oh, whoa, listen to the music. And it just keeps fading out and out and out and out and out. And I think that's what the kids think it should actually be. Oh, you guys aren't just going to keep doing, you know, random assignments here and there. And I just kind of choose when I want to tap out and then call it a day. I don't know what to say about it at this point. Because I had a, a final, it was more the public law slash constitution test, and I had single digit, single digit kids who actually took the shit today, and even lower single digit numbers for kids who actually passed it. That's a hundred students, and I had single digit kids, single digit kids who actually showed up for a graduation requirement that also was a requirement of the course. It was their final, sorry, I got really intense there on the mic. It was their final for the U.S. history class, but also you have to pass the public law, formerly known as constitution test, in high school. I don't know why middle and high school, but you need it for the state of Illinois and you need it, and this is state and federal uh, constitution. It's one exam for us, but it's still state and federal. And you also need it for the city of Chicago, where my district is. And some kids are just like, fuck it, you know? Like the weirdest comment that I got from a kid not too long ago was, uh, um... How was it put? I gave him a writing assignment and handed it back to everybody with like comments for revisions. And our kids are not the best writer, despite our best efforts. But the point of writing is that you work on it. You get some feedback, you improve it, you kind of learn how your teacher or professor or instructor likes things styled or whatever. In this case, I just want it to be coherent. But uh, I hand it back. And if you remember this from a couple of weeks ago, and the student goes like, well, I try my best. And if that's not good enough for you, then that's on you. Which is the weird, that's on you. That's the weirdest fucking comment. <laughs> the we- I think I even said, that might be the weirdest thing a student's ever said to me in response to getting feedback. Not the weirdest thing a student's ever said to me. I had a student say, I, I, I look like Jesus. And then said, I sounded like him too, which was a big concern <laughs> when I worked in the hospital, psychiatric uh, hospital at the time. But, um, my point being, it, we're in this weird stage now. I was dealing with this today as well, where there, in the past, I, I did that thing on kids at the last second saying, what can I do to fix my grade? Which is the most annoying question that could be asked by a student of a teacher of all time, especially when there's zero time left. Um, but now it's like, we, we have some kids that they, they will still do that, but there's a growing number of kids. And it's not just a new phenomenon. I'm sure this has been going on for forever, but I'm noticing it more and more and more and more post-pandemic. Uh, but more and more kids who like are either unaware of it or don't give a shit enough about it and aren't even like trying to fight to get their grade. They just kind of blame you and go like, mm, that's on you, bro. And you never see them again. They never, they leave the school forever. And that's what they, that's their parting thought is, ah, man, I failed your class. That sucks for you, bro. I'm out. I got to go work at 7-Eleven, which is no shade to 7-Eleven. How flipped is it that the kids think, do they, do they think, do they, get in close, do the kids think 
that they're taking my class for me? Because I, is it something about my self-fulfillment for them to learn academic skills and learn a little bit of content along the way? I think the kids actually think that. As if I'm going to be disappointed about their, <laughs> which I am, but not like for my own sake. Like I paycheck, leaving at the end of the day, I'm good, got my degrees, bye. But I think some kids objectively, like the comment about the writing, that's on you if you don't like it. Like I wasn't personally offended by your poorly written mini essay, which I was asking for, I think three paragraphs or whatever. And I gave them sentence by sentence how you could structure it. But I wasn't sitting there like, oh man, my Friday night's shot. Johnny didn't actually do the right structure. Now I only have five seconds of reading, not five minutes of reading. Do they think that's what, I know they think that some teachers live at the school and we just like fold up into a closet. I know some parents think we're robots that have to respond to them immediately, despite them ignoring us for months and years at a time. But uh, it's, it's a weird, like we're getting scoffed at or some kids aren't aware of it. Or some kids truly think, ah, teacher's going to bend to my will. I'll decide what I think gets an A or a B or a C or a D. Which I've had some kids say that. Like when you, uh, sometimes you have to unfortunately give some ultimatums to kids to get them to see the value or to get them to invest in what you currently are doing or what you have to do in a class. And, and, and when you, you do that, I almost forgot where I was going with that. When you use that like ultimatum or whatever, they they assume it's attributed to like what you want. Like it's it's for you. Just <sighs> anyway, I, I could have gone on for a long time there, but I guess I, I'm not sure. Uh, a part of it maybe would be my own frustration with it because I have some kids who haven't done what they should have been doing for a, a long period of time, and there have been more than enough concessions and understandings and restoratives and you know things for that because life happens, right? But the number of kids who just are aware of it and scoff at it as if in, it's my loss, like, that sucks for you, bro, is really interesting. But with the same token, there are some who will do that, but then it's your fault that they didn't do it in the first place. I got that today, for example. A student who hasn't been in class for, I think, seven days in a row, but is in the building, but isn't even doing the work that I've made kind of available asynchronously because it's you know digital and like i'm trying to be really really flexible like really 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 flexible the most flexible i could possibly be which may be like a you know appeasing a little bit but it's the end of the year i'm just trying to get the kids through it but <laughs> but it's my fault that they haven't shown up and it's my fault they haven't engaged in the work which by the way for the particular class i'm talking about is very self-reflective it's my fault this kid doesn't want to be self-reflective. It's <laughs> it might as well be like a self-help class and they're paying for it and upset that they don't feel like they are engaged enough in the shit about themselves. You know? Like we're going to read a book. It's a book about your life. And you're like that sounds boring. That's on you for making me <laughs> like is that, it's a little hyperbolic, I know, but I, I don't know. Is this a new breed? Am I getting aged? Do I sound super old? I'm not even 30 yet. Will be soon. Feel 70 after this school year, which is such a shame because the year started off so good. I was honestly optimistic because it was the second year that we were going to be back 
meaning some of those hiccups and stuff like that were theoretically fixed. Granted, we still have like five teacher vacancies or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, a big issue with staff motivation and kid motivation. But the year honestly started off great. I was thinking this is such a turnaround. And me being in my sixth year or whatever, crazy that it's over now, uh, feeling like I've really made it to the, the best version of myself as a teacher. Always growing and developing, not saying that that stops or whatever, but to the point where, you know, you, you feel like in your second year, like, oh, I can see a bigger picture now. And third year, you're like, wow, I didn't know shit my first year. And it just keeps building and building and building. I've never had such a concerted, uh, concise, uh, cohesive effort start to middle to finish ever. Even with a, a student teacher coming in, truly my best effort that I've ever been able to give to all of my classes all year round while still accommodating for 504s and IEPs and students who are, are, are learning English for the first time. But the, the effort, like even, I'll take an example of the, the public law constitution thing. I made a study guide this year, which I usually don't do because kids never invest because they're like, oh, I got the study guide, I don't need anything else. But the kids actually understood this is just an outline of topics that are covered. It's not every single thing. And they were taking notes but most kids didn't show up and kids that did show up and took it didn't fucking know what was going on. You're like, what's legislative branch? Like it's on your study guide. <laughs> but point being, very specific and granular, but point being the, the best effort from so many teachers this year and the worst results we've seen since the pandemic first broke when you'd expect it to. And I don't know if it's because of all the, the lag. I know the kids are behind or whatever, but I'm not even talking about academics. I know that these kids the past couple of years have been way behind academically. I'm talking motivation or even just like fucking investment, man. But it's the lowest it's ever been. I don't know what to tell you, but you know what? It's all my fault. I, I accept all the blame for anyone listening. All your students, just tell them to blame me. They won't know me. They might know me. Tell them to blame me. It's all my fault. I'll take it. I'm going to shoulder all the blame for all teachers and students and other staff this year. <laughs> anyway. Huh. Anyway, uh, this seems like a good way to end it. 1,003 great things about teachers. They don't complain about how hot it is teaching you softball outside in June. I guess it's June by the time the episode comes out. Happy June 1st, by the way. Um, they won't make you run extra laps if it's really hot. This must be a coach-related one. Teachers own big, solid, refillable tape dispensers. <laughs> No traffic situation can fluster a teacher. That could. Driver's ed cars never seem to run out of gas. I wonder what they did for this one. Te teachers are easily impressed by multilingual parents. That is true, actually. Boy, do they know how to punctuate. Perfect ending to it. Period at the end of the sentence. That's my punctuation for this podcast. So hey, Thank you guys. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening in. Hopefully you enjoyed it and you want to return next week or go back to some old episodes. And if you are returning already, hopefully it was a nice burst of energy to your end of the year as we gear up for the summer. I do want to put a, a little bit of a, a, a bat signal out there. I'm going to try this summer. If you're in the area or something like that, maybe I'll go to people or people can uh, come to me or you know, some sort of location uh, that's in between. But also through Zoom and Google Meets, I want to try to get more uh, podcast guests uh, back on. I think my goal, maybe it's a little bit too lofty. Maybe I shouldn't say it out loud. So cheers to this upcoming goal. 
but I want to try to do it on a cadence of every other week. So every other episode, kind of like when we did the, we did the, the pep talks for a second there, um, every other, but uh, more so with the guests. So we'll have some solo episodes still, but at least once every other week. So we're talking two per month. So uh, if you want to be on part of that cadence or whatever, uh, reach out classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. We've got a TikTok, an Instagram, a Twitter, I think. Uh, you'll see those highlight clips on YouTube and uh, TikTok, though. Honestly, just search at Classroom Brew and you're going to find us. It's pretty easy. Um, there's not, it's just, it's just us out there with that name. But thank you so much, though, for listening and the support. Patreon.com slash Classroom Brew if you want to go above and beyond to support the show. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.